Does that say go? Oh, welcome into From the News Lead. Uh, I'm Seamus Doyle with Pat O'Leary and Vince Lobiondo via satellite. Hi, Vince. What up? What up? Cool. Uh, Taylor, Taylor is here next to me. Hi. Very far, socially distanced, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's got his mask I on. I don't know what you have. He's got his mask on and everything. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, and Jake is behind the glass that we don't have yet in the studio. But um, we I, saw a place. Still working on that after all these years. For a studio. Had nice glass. Uh, we did, Ooh. yeah. It's in the basement of a. Um, yeah, a music therapy facility <laughs> in uh, Havertown. So I don't think it's like available. Is uh, it no, available? No, it's not. Not at all. All right. So cool. Thanks for bringing that up. But uh, <laughs> so that was let, worth let's mentioning. Get, let's get right into um, the the um, the topic at hand, and, and that is t- what Taylor is very well versed in. This it's uh, the yeah. pi- the pitch clock. I- I'm going right out of the gate and talking about the pitch clock because this is going to be an argument. <laughs> all right, because I know O'Leary hates it. Mm-hmm. But I really? love it. Yes. I absolutely wow. love it. I love it. I don't even understand it. Did I, you think that would happen? That we would No. <laughs> no, I absolutely love this it. It's an upset. I've watched probably like 13 spring training games so far this season. Like Ew. different different Wait, there's teams. that many? Well, I mean oh, every yeah. every There's like four a day. Wait, when did it start? Uh probably last week. Yeah, like last what, Tuesday? Something like that. Yeah. But I've watched a lot of uh games from around the league, the Cactus League and the Grapefruit League. And uh I enjoy <laughs> The Grapefruit League is where the Florida, the Florida what? teams. Tower, you don't know sports. It's, it's, they, they, you're right, dude. You're Mister Sports Radio, Sports I'm Podcaster, Photographer, Hybrid Guy, and you don't know what the fuck is sport. But you, yeah, it's the Grapefruit League, League, and I've watched a little bit of both from each side. And the pitch clock is designed, obviously, to speed up the game, and it's doing that. It has shaved about how how many minutes, Taylor, off of uh, off the average game? Fifty. Twenty six. No, no, it's about twenty six minutes on average so far. That's not gonna save baseball. And <laughs> it is certainly saving baseball. It's gonna bring the casual fans back in. Uh, that's my prediction. And I really do believe that this is going to make baseball more fun to watch. Now it's just spring training, obviously, so there's a lot of like things that have to happen in the regular season for it to work. Um, but so far so good. You can immediately tell that the games are going faster. Immediately, immediately, yeah. Yeah, and, but and it's it's very good my my sport, favorite my it. favorite thing to come out of this so far has been the uh, the video on TikTok of how many times can Jose Altuve hit an inside the park home run before whatever his name was throws one pitch in the 2016 World Series. I think it was seven, seven oh, inside the park home runs by Jose Altuve before one pitch was thrown. All right, see, th- and that's the thing. That's the beef that I've had with with baseball. Okay, I do. I have had beef with baseball. Never said it on the air in all the years that we've been doing the show because I don't want to come across as a fraud. Okay, <laughs> but uh, I am well, a you fraud. Are now. I'm an absolute yeah. fraud because there's a lot of things about baseball that I thought over the years could have and should have been changed, and the pace of play obviously is one of them. Um, so here's the thing. My well, my main gripe with the whole pitch clock is just the amount of time they're giving. Like, I wouldn't mind a pitch clock that was 25 to 30 seconds. It is 25 seconds. Only No, only when there's when runners, a runners on When a runner's on, it's 25. 20. When the bases are at, it's 20. If I ha- no, it's 15. If I was no, in charge, empty, my ch- 20 with runners. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure it's, it's 15 empty. 20. No, you 15, fucking 20. idiot. Look you it up watch right how no, many spring training games. Look it up. You don't know sports. I've been looking at this for no, the past Seamus, fucking week because all you guys keep doing is arguing about it in the group chat. Either way, I think it's fine. 
I, it's, I think, I it's, think it's terrible. Why? I think, because you want it to be slow. I think no, I would raise it to 25 really time to get through a fucking windup. They they've been having plenty of time to get I, through a windup. That's a lie. Andrew that's that, that, okay. That today. that's a little. I think you're yeah, both being he a little. In the minors because, last year, where they had the pitch clock, so he's already adapted to it. Aaron Nola did fine. Zach Wheeler already. So just let the players fine. adapt to it then. And that's a absolutely let the players adapt, and it'll be you give them. Okay, so here's the other thing though. What do you think about big moments in games? Because I think, can you let me explain my point before you jump down my throat? Sure. (laughs) So think back to 2008, Brad Lidge on the mound, bottom of the ninth or top of the ninth. Took too long. And but would that moment have been as special if he was on a pitch clock scrambling? Would the Phillies uh, winning the World Series have been special if it was a little faster? The moment. What a stupid thing to say. So you just don't like the anticipation of that final pitch? Of course. That final of Harry Callis. Going, here we like just literally doing a whole tirade about it, dude. Because that of all, is fucking legendary. Dude, and if you say that's that it's not, then you're just a fraud Phillies fan. It's legendary, which I mean is very plausible since you're already a fraud baseball fan. It's legendary in the. Sense I think you're. Oh, I think you're. You're overlooking. You're overlooking the positive impact this will have on the game for like very shit that happened twenty years ago. Moments. Yeah. I mean, I I'm just saying. Well, like, I don't even mean that. I, I'm I'm literally just saying. In my like, opinion. My, my so you think it's great to have uh, 20 minutes in between pitches? You think that's I, great? With, with that kind of anticipation in the playoffs, yes. Wait, you're waiting for him to throw the pitch. You're, yeah. You, but you're not, that, you're that not saying was, to yourself. That shit was some of the most electric shit ever. You weren't saying to yourself, oh my God, please throw the pitch. So get the, get it over with. No. That's, well, that's what I was saying to myself in my Santa Claus suit. That's what I wore that night. Santa Claus suit because it was red. It was the only red thing but I owned. also, my other gripe with it is what if a game ends on it? A game well, should not end on it. Why not? You should because know the rules. Because that's and, fucking and stupid. You should, you should that is the dumbest fucking way to lose a game if you get called either out no, on a pitch strike dumb. or a walk. The player's dumb. Well, the, the player's dumb. I'm sorry. They're playing the game their entire life the same way. And they they have to adapt. Yeah, that's but they'll... Okay. It's, it's not I, a big deal. There was a... There was, I, I saw a tweet that said... Overall, the first it's a year, positive. The first year it was implemented into the minors, there was like double-digit... Not the first year, the first couple of months or first weeks, couple of weeks maybe. I'm fucking this up. But it was like at first when the rule was implemented, there was like double digit amounts of infractions per week. So all the games that week. And as the time went on, it went down to like two. So the same thing will happen in the MLB. Yes, it's going to be a little wonky and weird at first. And that's why you see guys in the preseason. Look, I think honestly, my opinion is in the preseason, these guys are rushing, right? And they're getting these pitches out with, you know, 10 seconds left on the pitch clock because they're getting their wind ups and their all that shit. They're getting that ready now. In the actual game, I think it'll look a lot cleaner, and they'll be used to it. Like, I just think that's how it's got to go. Like, I also do. I will meet you in the middle, though, Pat. I think, in my opinion, in a perfect world, if I was Rob Manfred, I would make it longer. I would have 20 seconds uh, without and 20 – or 25 without and 20 – 30 with with runners on. And I would also turn the pitch clock off in the ninth inning for – both teams. Yeah, and I, if it I, goes I, to I extras, I 100% agree with that. That's right, that's my that's opinion, fine. but I think the rest of the game it completely benefits it. Listen, we can sit around and talk about like, oh, we love baseball, sure, but baseball isn't trying to bring us in because we're already here. Baseball is trying to bring in people that think it's a boring fucking game and they and rather exactly, watch. Paint and that's dry. exactly what this is going so, to do. So, it's going to bring the casual. So fans let's back. let's go to somebody. Right. Yeah, yeah. Let's go it's to somebody not. that actually doesn't really pay attention to baseball. Taylor, would that bring you in? 
So one person you're going to ask. Well, let's, I'm up, asking up, the other how side. About, how about this? Would you say Patrick's very adversarial today, and he looks like an idiot doing it? But go ahead. Would you say most people in the city are strictly Eagles fans? Sure. Yes. Compared to other teams. Sure. You can hear how angry he is in that shore. Yeah. It's an eagle. It's a bird's tail, bro. Go birds. What do you eat? Horse poop. Go birds. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's all it's, it's an eagle city. Yeah, sure. So that's I mean, a yes. I there's, there's, that. there's, maybe out. No, I didn't even watch the World Series that much. No. Yeah, because there's no scenario where I would watch baseball. Because you're a, you're a not a sports person, like for lack of a better You like betting on the NBA yeah. and betting on football. So that's that's not a sports fan. I'm talking about sports fans, actual sports fans, baseball casuals, meaning people, not you, because you're not a baseball casual. You're a baseball hater, and there's a difference between the two. Baseball casuals are casuals Sorry. for the most part because the game is too slow. So Taylor, though, used to be that. a huge baseball fan, right? Oh I, yeah, I, I highly when, when the Phillies were in their uh, yeah when they were in their prime, the he's admitted yeah. this multiple times. He was a huge Phillies yeah, fan. Yeah, but it sounds well, like only he lasted fell, from 2007 like to 2013. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it, it sounds like Taylor fell out of favor. But, with but he's literally that's the, the definition were, of that casual fan that you're talking about. No, it's about. not. No, it's absolutely it is. not. It is. It literally is. Absolutely not. The Phillies were in the World Series this year, meaning they were in their glory years again. By definition, no, they weren't. They were by definition they were in their glory years. If you're in a World Series, that's that's you don't know when you're make another one. You you don't know when you're ever going to get back. You're that's when a real baseball fan or a casual baseball fan would pay attention if they're in the World Series. You didn't pay attention. No. Because you're so not, far removed at this point. Yeah. What but, do you want from him? Well, what I, do I baseball want? Baseball is a sport is boring to him because of everything with it. No, because it's too <laughs> slow and because it's too boring. I'd rather watch the Union, which I did this week. That's great fine. Game. Yeah, that you know what? Game. They have a good pace. That that pace of play is very good in soccer. I will give them that. People people confuse high scoring with boring in soccer. That's all I'll say about that. No, all right, no, that's I, true. I'm not going to talk about the union for three hours today. But um, anyway, yeah, three hours. so I am pro. Yeah, I am if I pay for it. Uh, I am pro uh, the pitch clock. I'm. I'm. Listen, let's in. Go ahead, Pat. I'm anti current rules. I would love more adjusted rules. You're anti current rules by five seconds. No, oh, by ten. Okay. Overall, that makes a huge difference. But overall, big. you ask like, any girl. But overall. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you overall, throw shade off. You start talking about sex. <laughs> we gotta go to loot. Oh, by the way, I found out something insane. I there it is, dude. There I, it is. I, I apparently know the former cook. I, when I say former, <laughs> at Lou Turks, and I will get into this off the air and report back to you guys next week about it because I don't know if it's safe to say who it what? is. But anyway, so you, but you like the the spirit of the rule, like you like. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind. Right, I don't the mind page. the pitch clock. I just wish it was longer. We're on the same page then. And the thing, Overall, the pitch clock yeah, good. But the thing to me is that if you're going to have it this short right now, there's a very strong possibility you get shittier baseball, which will drive people away. Uh, that was That's kind of like... I, I totally the, disagree with that. I don't think it can The thing it. that I think, like I said, is when the actual, when the regular season comes around, it's going to look different. Like I said, right now... It you already see does guys look different. Watch a spring way. training game. Right it's now, a much no, more enjoyable watch. No. That's not what I mean. I'm saying with the rule. Right now, people, you see these pitchers rushing themselves heavily and throwing their pitch with eight seconds left in the pitch clock because I think they're just trying to speed up their whole delivery right now. Whereas when the regular season comes around and people are a little more used to it, you'll see more pitches being delivered with one or two seconds left in the pitch clock and it won't feel as hurried. Also, like you said, Pat, you know, about the current rules, you're anti them. I like we can't predict that by the all star break, they won't tweak the rules a little bit. They've done stuff like that before. 
lower. Like if it's not working, or if they're just, it really is little. like, hey, the rule is good. It's improving baseball, but we truly just need a few more seconds. Like I, I could see the league tweaking that. Well, if anything, it'll be done in the offseason, probably. Yeah, they, they wouldn't implement it mid But either way, yeah, they, they could tweak, of course. Obviously, they could. Um, but all this to say that the Phillies are back. So, wait, wait, one more question, one more question. So, well, if you I had a choice if you had a choice between shortening the season in general yep. or the pitch clock, which, Adam which would Silver you pick? Should do. Uh, we'll get into that later. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, what? No, we're not talking about the NBA. That's later. No, no I know. But, I said we'll but, get into it later. No, no, but seriously, MLB, would you take a shorter season over a... Of over the current pitch clock rules. So MLB is you baseball, have to pick right? one. That's Major League Baseball? <laughs> yes. Yes, right. it is. Um, Stop dodging the question. I don't want a shorter baseball season, no. That checks out. Yeah, no. I just, I'm anti-shorter season. Do you, do you want to really fix baseball? Sure, Taylor. Uh, <coughs> properly market the players and their personalities. Uh, maybe get, maybe draft players that have personalities. <laughs> Um, That's also true. So the entire <laughs> league, besides Jazz Chisholm, maybe probably? maybe draft players that have some personality. Uh, maybe not let Garrett Stubbs. Yeah, Garrett Perfect Stubbs. Uh, Reese Hoskins, if he was good, uh, you know he's got a goal. I mean, you can't get defensive over what what Taylor just said is one hundred percent facts. We've oh yeah, one hundred percent. No, well, I'm not getting defensive. I'm saying Mike Trout <laughs> has zero personality and is except uh, for Go Birds, right? And he doesn't want to win, and he's a losing <laughs> player. And that's their best player. So I don't know how they could change that. He's their best player, and will be until he retires. I mean, that's but, just. But they don't let. And play. Bryce Harper, by the way, has no personality either. But they don't let players celebrate as much as they could. Uh, I don't think that's he even, hates celebration. That's not even oh, yeah. No, I'm actually pro the celebration now. Now? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? What? I'm pro the celebration. <laughs> Who are you? What did you do with Sheamus? Uh, I've been watching a lot of Venezuelan league, and uh, they celebrate. Now that's how oh, I know. It. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, you think I'm not following Odubo Herrera and what he's doing for the <laughs> Venezuela de Cardinales? Uh, I'm following everything that guy's doing. Uh, but you no can't wait to see him on the uh, on the ring ceremony weekend, can you? Well, he's got to be there, and Jury's <laughs> Familia's got to be there. I'm sorry, I don't make the rules, Pat. I, I'm I, not saying you do or don't. I'm I just don't, saying I know you're hype. I'll be there that, that game, and he better not be. Well, I'm going to be there. <laughs> we'll be the, there. The ring ceremony is a, is the yep. Sunday afternoon game, though. <laughs> it's the Sunday after, Are you going to be at the Sunday afternoon game, Jake? I'll be, I'll be at every game. God every, damn it. I wish I had Sunday, your money. Every Sunday game. Well, I'm, I'm going to start becoming more friends with you. Well, I, I actually have Anytime. the Sunday package this year. Hey, so do I. Yeah. What section are you in? 315. Uh, 241. Hey. Yeah, because I got more money than you, I guess. No, I'm joking. No, I, I got this. <laughs> He's willing one? to spend it. I got this weird discount with it because they were like, this. they practically begged me to buy tickets. I was like, no, that's too much money. They are like, well, what about this price? I was like, okay. So I did it. It's called The Art of the Deal. All right? That's what it's called. That's what it's called. I need I, your salesperson. I was telling him. I was like, ah. Dude. It's a little pricey. And they're like, well, I guess then you can't go to the game. Well, no, 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 no. This, this, the, the ticket agent that I've been dealing with is phenomenal. And I'll give you her information for next season, all right? Perfect. And then we'll sit together. Excellent. Maybe maybe, maybe we can negotiate together. We can yeah. go down there in suits, and we could be like the new David Montgomery and work our way up to the top, and soon we'll be Why running not? the place. Why not? That's a, It all started uh, with, with, a, with a negotiation with ticket agents. Be careful, agents. Jake. You know? <laughs> yeah, be careful tread, what you're getting tread, yourself tread into. <laughs> nah, I mean, we're just a couple Pro guys. celebration. <laughs> just Great a couple guy. dudes at the ballpark, you know? No, nothing sexual could happen. All of a sudden, you're at Lou Turks talking about... Uh, oh, 241. I'll take 315 over 241 all day. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's under the scoreboard. You can't see the, new the brand new scoreboard, yeah. wow, you know? It is. I heard it's gorgeous, you know? So Is it up yet? It's up. It's up, apparently. They're, they're putting, like, the last LED light 
Yeah, yeah. One guy they're having a sermon. <laughs> they're actually putting. They're having a Dubo Herrera <laughs> climb the ladder and put the last LED light. Hope in he there. falls. Yeah, so do I. Honestly, he's <laughs> no, a piece of shit. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> hey, listen, he could swing the bat a little bit. But anyway, um, one thing I've noticed about the Phillies shifting gears from obscure rules to uh, the actual team that we love. Um, Nick Castellanos has been laying off the down and away slider. Yeah. It's always spring training. I right? know, but... And he's got a couple homers already, yeah. which is good to see. And I think he's back. I, I said... I la- would be so ecstatic. When, when did he go away? Uh, he went away for the entire season last year. Wow. Uh, no, halfway wow. through when his, he hurt his, his wrist complete, in May. No, no, no. His power was always gone. <laughs> Uh, it was always gone the entire year last year. I mean, he had like 10 homers before he got hurt. No, I don't think And he then did. he finished with like 15. 13. But yeah, e- either way, <laughs> the, the power was just non-existent, which is why you sign him. Um, and it's just he needed to have a better year. He turned it on in the playoffs, obviously, defensively. Um, and he had one good game. Well, he started game. taking Adderall, yeah. Yeah. One good did game. He? Yeah, Adderall. Um, no, that was his, his whole thing was that uh, he doesn't pay attention during the regular season because there's no stakes then. And then he realized, oh shit, I'm in the playoffs. I should probably like he's pay attention to the so, so even he's a baseball casual. Yes. He's basically <laughs> he's the antithesis of James Harden. Like James Harden, you know, is yeah, not gonna show up in the playoffs. Yep. He's not gonna show up in the playoffs, but you know, during the regular season. Uh no. But anyway, I think Castellanos <laughs> is back. I say well, the batting average isn't gonna go up very high, I don't think. But I think I mean he had he still had a two seventy last year. It's two sixty three. But I think it's, it's I shit. think he's gonna to get to two seventy and I think he'll he'll get thirty plus homers. I predicted this week three oh two, twenty eight homers, ninety two RBIs. If that happens that'd be sexy as shit. That's not even his best season. It's no, not, not at all. No. But if that happens, there's no way you're not the defending or you're you're not gonna defend your uh, NL championship title right there. So I agree with that. That that would be good. And Alec Bohm. I mean, listen, the home run he hit the other day, I was excited about it until I found out who was the pitcher. And it was a minor league pitcher who was literally only known for giving up home runs. (laughs) Uh, Like, literally. Um, So I'm like, I don't know. But it's good that he gained muscle. Ten accidental pounds of muscle bone. (laughs) Unless unless it's it's a Scott Kingery (laughs) type situation. That's the only issue. Which is going to be a disaster. The Scotty Jetpacks lost the Jets after that, man. And Scott Kingery's having a nice spring so far, but he always has nice springs. Every year. uh, (laughs) Mickey Moniac, baby. Yeah, Yeah, literally. Yeah, and it's just... Listen, if you didn't get hurt last year, I'm telling you. (laughs) Last pitch. (laughs) Literally. But besides the uh, reemergence that I'm predicting predicting about Nick Castellanos, I think Alec Boom will finally develop some actual power like you know third basemen typically have um and i hope i pray to god he gets to that 20 home run mark this year vince do you think do you think he gets there i mean i i i I, it's kind of impossible to predict that but like oh really he added the muscle obviously you know quote unquote by accident so i mean if i'm gonna predict i'm always gonna be optimistic i like alec boom so i'll say yeah well, I mean, if he, if he adds the power numbers with, with an already, you know, DH-laden lineup that we have, then I think we'll be in yeah, phenomenal shape. I don't know who you're throwing around here. Like, like literally, I don't know who you could throw around in this lineup. Yeah, I, everybody... I, and that's why I, I hate to say in a walk year, um, I think Reese Hoskins is going to have the best year of his career in a walk year. Uh, Dave Dombrowski came out and basically said they're not bringing him back. Um so, so I mean, I don't think he's coming back. You're, you're not going to pay Aaron Nola and Reese Hoskins. No. 
no matter what in the alley pod baseball fake podcast says <laughs> on oh Twitter, no matter what they say, <laughs> so um, strange. No matter what they say, bro, this guy's the strange one. Uh, it's keeps, the strangest he is, thing. He I, is, we have tried to tell Seamus so many times to stop responding to him, and he just doesn't. But this guy is under every single one, every he single tweet, me. every single tweet about everything. That's oh, crazy. Just immediately saying everybody's wrong and he's always right. It's crazy, and it's just like. Man, he is like, like he is like the mascot. He's the Reese Hoskins mascot. He's the president of the Reese Hoskins fan club. You can't say anything bad about. I'm him. so tired. His golden retriever is. I'm, yeah, his golden retriever. He, that guy probably. Got I'm so a tired of the narrative that Reese. goes. I'm so tired of the narrative that goes right on Twitter about him being like the most criticized athlete in Philly. Because like, it's yeah, if you go on Twitter, maybe, but like. He's also the most coddled. He's, He's one the of the most, most coddled, coddled player I've ever seen wear a Phillies uniform. Yeah. And that that is undeserving of being okay, coddled. Okay, Phillies, yeah. Yeah, 100 I was going to say, maybe Ben Simmons was more coddled. Oh, yeah, Ben but, Ben was definitely more oh, coddled. But, but that's a completely different situation. That's not what I'm talking but, about. Like people were literally trying to teach no, him. No, right. That's why we... That, stands, yeah, yeah, you said Carson Phillies, Wentz? so that makes sense. <laughs> and people always... No, nah, pretty... Honestly, people were, like, pretty out on Carson halfway through. People always Low compare... Because there was a lot of people yelling. People always compare Reese Hoskins and Tobias Harris, which I do too. Uh, who stinks, by the way? Absolute garbage. Uh, terrible. Uh, Let sucks. this be our transition into the Sixers. Tobias Harris uh, yeah. stinks. He's like, blows. He's trash. Very mid. Horrible. Very mid. But like the one thing, the one difference between Reese and Tobias Harris is the money. Um, <laughs> both streaky players, and also if there was a baseball version of Tobias Harris, I would choose Tobias ha- the the Tobias Harris version over Reese Hoskins because he's a little more consistent. Yeah. And he's can be, and he's much more likable to me, but um, you know, uh, it is what it is. Uh, so Hoskins, I think he's going to have a big year. Somebody's going to sign him. He, he's yeah. a guy that hits thirty home runs every year. Um, he there's value to that. I think he's more of a DH type in yeah. a in a lineup like we mentioned earlier that is filled with DHs. There's no room for him here mm-hmm. uh, going forward. And and that guy, I hate to sit, be that guy that always brings up the guy on Twitter, but everyone on social media. Or sports radio that says, well, who are you going to replace him with? Well, listen, uh, there are a bunch of potential first basemen already on the Phillies roster. Alec Boehm could probably play first. Nick Castellanos eventually is probably going to get some reps at first base. Uh, Pete Alonso is a free agent next season. Who I, I'm a big fan of Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso. I'm a big fan of the polar bear. Um, so, listen, it's not like you can't find a first baseman anywhere. And then the argument to that is, well, Reese's production of top 10 and first baseman in the league. Okay. A very small margin. His production Every is power. This entire lineup yeah. is built on power. If you lose 30 home runs from this lineup, it's not like you're losing 30 home runs from a lineup that featured Ben Revere and, you know, you know uh, Ty Wakington. All right, this is an all- That's awesome not a real person. Yes, it yes, was. It is. Unfortunately. <laughs> Wakington? Wigging. 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 Even worse. Yeah, see, you didn't suffer the way I suffered watching that goddamn- Shit franchise, <laughs> but we're back. Um, we're back. Uh, <laughs> Even you don't like baseball. <laughs> I hate baseball. He pretty much admitted that earlier. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> I, I hated. I hated baseball for the longest time. When when Ben Revere was out in center field, that was like, oh my god, dude. What what the hell? Why am I watching? I used to get my cup of chocolate milk, and uh, and watch the Phillies games at seven oh five in my kitchen. What What was the worst Phillies game you can recall? Uh, opening day, twenty thirteen. Ryan Braun hit four home runs. The home opener. Seven RBIs. 
and expectations <laughs> were high that year, no? Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, Sean O'Sullivan was pitching, so I don't know about that. Well, that, that was the last year of baseball. It even mattered, so. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah that uh, Every home opener, me and my buddy Rick from Roman, shout out Ricky Conway. Uh, we we're the high. Every, we used to go to every home opener. The one year, it was the Ryan Braun game. The next year, like 40-year-old Dustin Bedroya does the same thing. It's four home runs. Uh, it's just horrible. But this year, hopefully the Reds don't be blow there. us out. <laughs> you'll be the fifth person in there this year. <laughs> Damn right I will be. Damn right. But the Phillies are back. And I, I can't, I'm going to talk myself into them being of course you are. being um, National League contenders again. Of course you are. And well, by I the mean, way, I, I don't buy the Atlanta Braves hype at all. But that's... You know, to be fair, mean. also they added the best shortstop in baseball. So, yeah, he's kind of good. I mean that 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 little uh, spring training debut he had that you and I were watching, man. I don't like the oven mitts. Uh, I think he cares lo- about the oven mitts. <laughs> I think he Wait, lo- what? He looks like a fool out there. They they put on mitts to slide now, yeah, so they don't big. injure fingers. Yeah, he doesn't like the meat. They've been doing that for years. Yeah. Yeah, he's got he's now he's got them on both. Fifteen injured fingers last season. Vince. Put as many mitts Vince. on as you can. He's got two. Most of them wear one. He's got two on. He can't even like. Is this something like you actually walls. care about, or are you trolling right now? No, he said what? No, I mean I don't trolling? really care about it. It just looks bizarre. Oh, okay. He tried to tie his shoe, and he was like, "Oh fuck, I got two oven mitts on." <laughs> so, so if if Trey Turner got his foot, his hand stepped on, and all his hand broke it, at least he didn't look odd. Well, well you'd probably you'd probably still get your hand broken. Well, bitch, you, you know how you wear glasses <laughs> you for aesthetics, and, and it looks yeah. good. Well, this is the anti glasses yeah. for aesthetics. All right, it just looks bad. But there is a reason why Trey Turner wears those uh, oven mitts out there. He jams his fingers all the time, diving back into bags. Last year in the postseason for the Dodgers, he fucked his finger up pretty bad. So that's why he's wearing it. But he did say that he hates doing it. Sounds like it makes a lot of sense. I guess it does. But, I mean, you can't come up with a better concept than oven mitts. I mean, they look they look like dolphins out there or fish. This is your ticket in. This is your ticket into the league, Seamus. If you can come up with something that's better, then you know you'll have a patent in the MLB. Scotch tape, dude. T- gr- gorilla glue your 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 fingers together. Or yeah, that'll shit. work. So how do you throw the ball? Off, someone someone oh, gets Seamus in a room with Rob Manfred ASAP to present that idea. I'd be a better commissioner than Rob Manfred. So uh, Trey or Nay on the oven mitts? <laughs> I go. <laughs> oh, is that our new thing? Oh, it's great to be uh, back. I, I go Nay. I go Nay. <laughs> is that our new thing, Trey or Nay? Yeah. yeah, hopefully because Hoskins is in his last year here. So, so are you Hoskins? <laughs> I'm actually Hoskins on Reese this year. I think he's going to have a big year. I said the same thing last year, though, too, with the batting average. He fucking pisses me off with that batting average, man. <laughs> this fucking guy. I've never heard somebody talk about Reese Hoskins so much. Because he's got the potential to carry a team for weeks and weeks and weeks and then just do absolutely nothing for months. It's I've never seen a player like that. I, I Honestly, I've never seen a streaky in any sport. Somebody that streaky, besides Julius Randle. How confident are you that you are the person that talks about Reese Hoskins the most in the Philadelphia area? No, 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 dude, because no. people people make their living off of blowing yeah. the guy. I mean, they, you, Twitter's like a hellscape for Reese Hoskins lovers. It's like insane. It's like, yeah. oh my god, Reese, number one Phillies boy, Reese, Reese. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a great nickname. And the best is, oh, he's been here since they were bad. He's part of the reason why they were bad. <laughs> that's like, don't you understand that he's part of the bad? <laughs> like, like he is what's the cancer so, in the Phillies dugout. I'm not saying him in particular, but he was part of the losing culture. I mean, like he has something to do with that losing culture. Am I right? Like he should have been gone with Girardi last oh, year. Oh, he, yeah. he suffered. He suffered here. Is he, is he the Robert Covington of the Phillies? <laughs> yeah, that's a great comparison, actually. He's yeah, the Roco, Roco, Roco Hoskins. I like the sound of that. It's like uh, 
That's it's like an IPA. Glenn MacDowell is going to come out come out with uh, next year and promote it endlessly. <laughs> Roco IPA, get you to Conchi Brewing. Not an ad, but uh, anyway, <laughs> let, let me talk about the it's so weird. Let me talk about the Atlanta Braves real quick. They lose Dansby Swanson. Who listen, not for nothing. I know it was a big uh, free agent class this year. But Dansby Swanson is a not a horrible player, okay? Yeah. He hit for average last year, hit for power last year. He's a very good defender. Um, and But more importantly, he was a clubhouse leader in Atlanta. And I think back-to-back seasons of losing Freddie Freeman, who was the face of the franchise, and now Dansby Swanson. Um, and having a guy out there in right field or center field, where does, right field. Uh, where, where does Acuna play? Right, right field. field? Well, he doesn't even know where he plays half the time. <laughs> Michael Harris is out in center. And Freddie Freeman... Uh, there, there were whispers that he had an issue with, with Acuna, okay? They, they didn't see eye-to-eye on anything. And there was some more that Dansby also did not see eye-to-eye and, with Acuna. And, and both of those guys are now gone. And Acuna remains. So I, I'm just saying, it's something to watch in Atlanta. I know they have a good starting rotation. Um, I don't know about that team chemistry going forward, though. And They somehow always managed to be a powerhouse in recent years. Alex Anthopoulos is one of the better GMs in the league. Uh I don't know though. I I don't trust Atlanta. I Baseball has the weirdest last names I've ever heard. Oh uh, yeah, Greek. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, Greeks are weird. <laughs> yeah, Greek people are so weird, right, Taylor? I mean, dude, your last name is Kradatis, All right. I mean, not for nothing. That's fucking weird too. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I I honestly think <laughs> what a I, weird thing to get offended about. I think the Braves are going to be the third place team this year in the NL East. Uh, I think I think it's going to be a battle, which is going to be awesome. I think it's going to be a battle between the Phillies and the Mets all season. Jameis is a meat place. shield for anything baseball. <laughs> Seriously, you you don't think it's going to be a, a first place battle between the Phillies and the Mets all year? It it will be. Thanks, Vince. That's that's, that's great at, an, analysis. By the way, me and, Vin, me and Vince are going to a Mets game one of these Sundays coming up. So, oh, man. Uh, we're excited about that. Um, third best. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be too. I'm not trying to be too long-winded with my analysis or my takes because half the time, like I, I'm not even being heard. That's true. <laughs> Floor is yours. No, I don't have anything to say. Ah, cool. Thanks for joining the show. <laughs> Thanks for joining the podcast. No, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a Mets-Phils power It's going to be a Mets-Phils That'd be kind of reminiscent of like the past, though. I would love that. It's going to be awesome. I would love that it, so much. Because okay. I can't wait for the Mets collapse again. But here's the thing. <laughs> I say this like somewhat confidently, but they are mere a mere two injuries away from two guys in their starting rotation who are 1,000 years old. <clears throat> yeah. Two of those guys go down. They're fucked. They're, fucked. They're yeah. absolutely fucked. They gave us Taiwan Walker. I mean, I know we got Taiwan. They got uh, the Verlander and Scherzer. But listen, if one of those guys even goes down, that's a big issue for them. Yeah, I mean, you saw it last year. They started collapsing like when Degrom was out. Yeah, they they were the biggest fraudulent regular. They were the Phoenix Suns of of last season, um, as far as I'm concerned. The way they lost, the Padres weren't any good. I mean, let let's be honest here. I mean, we smoked them. That they they were not as good as advertised. And I honestly don't think that they're going to be as good this That's year. What's in. That's I mean, what's let's in. be honest. If Tatis, Machado, and Soto are all clicking, they're going to be I, fucking insane. I, well, but first of all, Soto had a very bad year for his standards. He had standards, a horrific year last year. For his standards, yes. More like so-so. Um, <laughs> and Tatis just can't get out of his own I way. I hate you. <laughs> Tatis is the biggest disappointment I've he ever... He really is. I, because I love the guy He's when he so first, talented. So talented. Uh, should probably stay off of uh, all vehicles for the rest of his life. <laughs> Get a driver, goddammit. Got in two motorcycle accidents. Well, uh, the, I think the funniest part is, remember when they were doing the MVP when Bryce won? Yeah. Tatis was literally driving 
while he was on the fucking yeah, FaceTime for him. Yeah, he was FaceTiming. And on, and he was MLB literally driving network. his car, and he had his phone like holding it next to him as they're like announcing the MVP. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what got, the fuck is this guy he's doing? He's got a weird thing with motorized vehicles. He does. He uh, does. A weird Tatis thing. Not being able to, him not being able to get out of his own way is kind of like just a detriment to what we were talking about, about the MLB, like needing the market players. Like he should be the, I know he's not the best player, so I'm going to preface it by this by saying that. No, he's very good. He's not the best player, but he should by all, by all means be the face of baseball oh, like 100%. his celebrations he is young he's exciting incredible. he's great like no i, I he should be the face of baseball that. but he just can't but, i mean he's still like, he very can't young, stay on the so field he, he does have a chance to redeem himself but uh it, yeah i mean listen the whole thing going on with uh clevenger too uh it came out that like he was yeah that was fucking know, bizarre dude abusing his ex-girlfriend he's and a psycho man not being financially supportive of his children yeah, and yeah, incredibly emotional. And he was the live. loudest uh, critic of Tatis. Yeah, uh, w- when when he failed his PED test. So I don't know, man. That that Padres yeah, ringworm. First of all, so. oh yeah, ringworm. <laughs> Can you imagine, dude? Like he was like, and then the father Put an asterisk on the failed no. dude. <laughs> Fernando Tatis, who sucked by the way. I don't even know why. Like he named his son after him. You know, if he wanted him to be anything special, <laughs> Fernando Tatis Senior fucking sucked. Horrible. But uh, he's lucky his son's good. But he comes out and he says, yeah, he dyed his hair and now he has ringworm or some shit. Or he got a haircut and now he has ringworm. And that's why he failed his drug test. Like, how does that correlate? Yeah, except the drug he used. He just obviously Googled it and spelled it wrong. Yeah. Because the drug he used is the worst drug you can use for ringworm. Yeah. But a drug with one different letter See? is the drug. That That's the drug. See, Tatis got a lot of issues, all right? Alternative uh, uses for anabolic steroids. <laughs> you, you know, I blame actually. I don't blame for. I blame Fernando Tatis Sr., mid baseball <laughs> player, has a son who's a star, rising star in the league, and and it's just he's trying to live vicariously through him, and I'm just not going to have it. How do you feel about Ruben Amaro? Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, <laughs> here's a guy that makes his career going on TV when nobody wants to hear from him. Well, I actually, mean, John, um, I don't know what to tell you about that last play because I was thinking about everything else that's going on in the world. And like, then, dude, that Ruben fucking Amaro voice Jr. makes me want to kill myself. No, dude, his, his voice is terrible. <laughs> uh, Ruben or Rubout? <laughs> Rube out. Uh He's a nice guy, you know. Like he's, you know, yeah, he seems like a phenomenal guy. And apparently, he gets fucking hammered. So I love that. He gets but, bad. His voice what is horrific. About his dad, though, you're talking about Fernando well, Tatis Senior. Yeah, but Ruben Amaro Senior was much better than Ruben Amaro Junior. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I mean Ruben Amaro Junior couldn't even get on the playoff roster in '93. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what's that all about? I mean, uh, that's pathetic. Yeah, I was a ball boy for the Phillies, so they signed me. Uh, yeah, that's nepotism at its finest. But real quick, since you're the one that brought him up, Ruben Amaro, so you're going to suffer through this story. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I, I'm listening to, to the radio, and he's on uh, the new morning show. This and is, I'm, this I'm is like, what hanging out with Seamus is going to be Seamus is a like. big radio guy. <laughs> yeah. And, and oh, yeah. Big, big time. Big radio guy. <laughs> Shout out to the radios out there. Uh, but, but I was listening. Radio Goo Goo. Radio Gaga. That's my theme song. But I was listening. <laughs> listening Jesus Christ. Trying to give Jada Cavage, Jada Reche, trying to give them a chance, right? <laughs> Just trying to give them a shot. And uh, WIP six one six one. Yeah, the camera guy busts him. All he does is say the phone number a thousand times and <laughs> tell us that he, you know, read books and take took a bath. But uh, yeah, real entertaining. So I'm listening, and he's like, "Ah, yeah, special guest today, Ruben Amaro Jr. Ruben's got on." So he talks to Ruben Amaro Jr. And I'm like, "All right." After about ten minutes, I'm like, "I got to turn this off." So I turned it off, and I took a shower. Then I turn on MLB Network. There's goddamn Ruben Amaro Jr. <laughs> He's like, well, you know, I think the Mets really do have a good chance this year. But the, uh, the Phillies are also good, and the Braves are good, too. It's like, wow, that is just breathtaking analysis right there. 
Like, what, what is so attractive about this guy? Former GM, dude. And then I got to watch him when John Crook's not dying. Well, apparently he's, he's going to be a little better this year. You never know. What's wrong he, with Crucky? Well, no, he had, I mean, he had surgery last year. He's for always, his got, he's always talking about surgeries and being <clears throat> in the It's depressing. He's an alcoholic. I mean, what are you going to do? It's so Shit goes so wrong depressing. with your body. Is this confirmed? <laughs> oh, yeah. John Crook and Steve Coates, they can put him back. Coatsy! Yeah. Coatsy! <laughs> I love the Coatsy. Yeah. Uh, uh, listen, John Crook, uh, please protect him at all costs. Oh, 100%. He's like, like my favorite person in the entire world. That's why he's got to get his shit together. So every time I hear, yeah, I should be back after the next road trip, Tom, I'm like, dude, does that mean like another invasive <laughs> so, surgery? Is that your John Crook? I'm that's sorry. my John Crook. Okay. Yes, that's my John Crook. All right. Uh, credit to him, though. He lost a lot of weight since his uh, ESPN days. He um, did. He did yeah, drop a shitload of weight. Yeah. I was watching a. Um, when. Uh, <laughs> When I was watching some Harry Callis death coverage the other oh day. Oh, my God. And there's John Crock. I hate you so much. There's John Crock on ESPN. Were you crying? Blo- blo- well, John was crying. Were you crying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course I was. I miss Harry Callis, man. You know? And by the way. Sh- the Philadelphia Philly. How old were you when he died? Uh, I had baseball practice that day, and it was very somber. Uh, let me see. 96, 2000. I was 13. 13 years old. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I do remember him, Taylor. I, you know, it's just a lot of attachment <laughs> for a thirteen-year-old to a baseball. I mean, he was, he was. He was. He was. Listen, the I was. Voice a, of the city. I wasn't Michael Barkan sobbing on air. Okay. okay? I, I was. Jo- which he did, and he also said bullshit on uh, NBC Sports Philadelphia and was forced to apologize. He did. Which is bullshit. That was awesome. For uh, lack of a better term, why they made him apologize? Like, come on, dude. Um, There's children watching that. Yeah, program. it's Michael Barkan. Go Barkan. Let him do whatever he wants. But you Speaking see, of Michael Barkin, did you, you know see what he Ruben, does? Did you see Ruben Frank's reaction? He says, that's bullshit. Ruben Frank just <laughs> yeah. stares at him like, what just happened? King. <laughs> He's a king. You know what he does? Who? Michael Barkin. What, what does he, he do? do? He does a Sixers post game live. No, he does. Does he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he probably does a little bit of, little bit of that and a little bit oh, of that. Yeah. Doesn't Amy, doesn't <laughs> Amy <laughs> Fadul do the, the... Yeah, Amy does the Sixers. <laughs> Michael does the uh, the Eagles and the Phillies. No, he sometimes comes along for the Sixers. Oh, too. really? He knows ball. Oh yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Who knows more ball, the coach or uh, I mean, come or on. Barkin? It's Jimmy Lineham all day. I'll tell you, who knows no ball at all. Who's a former player? Mark Jackson <laughs> is the knew, absolute yeah, worst analyst I've ever seen. And by the way, shout Joel out. Pete needs to get taller. Listen, yeah. <laughs> shout out to <laughs> Mark careful. Jackson. Be careful. Special Roman Catholic High School. Um, uh, Shout out right here. They, they won the PCL title. I'm sure you're very proud, Pat. Hey, somebody Hell yeah. Abroad. And Mark Jackson is a proud graduate of uh, Roman, and he does a lot to give back. So I At least one basketball team. At least one basketball in, team represented in this podcast, like, actually wins things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> unlike, uh, yo, we bought, a, we bought a trophy to Broad, unlike the uh, 76ers, the 76 losers. Is that our transition into the Sixers? Yeah, we'll, we'll transition. Well, that's I, what I was trying to do about five minutes ago, but yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. He's also out tonight. Oh, good. Yeah, he's going to cry about it, too, I'm sure. Why, why, Can, why didn't you listen to me earlier? Uh, and I will give you your flowers. But there is there is a little bit of a um, what, what caveat. Do you, what do you put? Yeah, there's a caveat here. <laughs> because I'm still invested in the team. Like, I have to watch the Sixers because. Oh, no, you have to watch the meltdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to watch the meltdown. But the I Melton? No, I, I don't want to watch <laughs> him anymore down? either. Uh, that, that guy has been exposed, too, by the way. Melting down, uh, melting melt, down. Melt on or melt off? M- melt off. Fuck that guy. Whoa. Fuck him, dude. He, he thinks he's handsome with the mustache. Shave the mustache. It looks like a bunch of pubes. But I will say this. I will say this about the Sixers. I, I have a sick investment in this team 
meaning I want them to win. I want them to do well. But the last couple of losses and the way that they just looked like they don't give a fuck. They are playing the hand. Welcome, welcome to the last five like, years of Sixers fandom for the, all the rest uh, well, of us. This is, this is my awakening, Vince. Let me explain my awakening, all right? I'm, I'm mentally done. So I'm like my brain is cooked from them. Just wait till playoffs. But my heart <laughs> wants to believe, so I will keep watching and keep rooting for the Sixers. But I expect nothing. I, I'm finally That's, at the point where I expect yeah. nothing. That's where I've been for a long time. Like, and, and I real quick, you for that. like, and you too. I'm at the point like I listen. I, I'm tired of. I feel like I interact with a lot of people who aren't exactly defenders of him, but like. Fuck Doc Rivers, man. He is not a good coach. Wait, Vince, who's defending he's, Doc Rivers? I mean, people I, I, in my I group need chat. People he, in my he, group what? chat defend Doc, Doc here. I, I yep. defended him. But, but, but Worst to kind a, of person. No, no, no. But to if a point, I have to I watch that him. fucking zone get gangbanged no, no, one more bad. time. That zone defense is horrible. But I will say this. Start Maxi. I, I agree. But, but let me just say one thing about Doc. I actually don't hate that zone. I don't defend... Doc Rivers in the sense where I will brown those Doc Rivers and Doc Rivers is the best coach ever. However, I will be I will try to be consistent. When the Sixers are doing well, I won't then call into a radio station and say fire Doc Rivers <laughs> if they're doing well because that's stupid. I will give Doc Rivers some credit because he is part of them doing well. However, when they fuck up, I, I think will say they fuck win Doc Rivers in spite and of fuck him. the Sixers. I literally think the team wins in spite of him most times. Yeah. Like yes. Listen, not for nothing. I, I I get that, but people like at the end of the game, like it, when he draws up a play and Embiid gets a good matchup, people are like, Doc drew it up so he would get that matchup. Doc Rivers at the end of the game, the extent of his play calling or drawing up ability is just pass it to Joel and hope he gets fouled. Like think about it like this: we all I, th- I might have even said this before on the podcast. I don't remember. We all went crazy when Joel hit that shot against the Raptors. Correct. Yeah. Oh, it was a great shot. It's a legendary moment. But think about the context of that play. Doc Rivers had a moment to draw up a play for the game. And instead of giving the ball to a three-point shooter on the three-point line or Joel Embiid in the paint, he gave Joel the ball like, on the three-point line at the wing. And Joel made a prayer. That call sucked. And honestly, we should have lost the game. We got lucky that Joel is crazy. But in context, that play sucks. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I was saying that all last year. It was like that that that's the type of play that makes me want to kill myself at the end of every single season. Now Sixers let me ask game. you guys this, because Pat, you're a big <clears throat> Sixer big, big Sixers guy. So are you, Vince. Um so I will ask you this. Is there a part of your brain now I'm not saying that you want this, but is there a part of your brain yes. when you witness this disaster that's happening right now, is there one little part of you that says, God, I hope they're second round or earlier exits just so we can get rid of Doc yes, Rivers. Yes, 100%. Just so Joel can finally go get a championship somewhere else. And so James well, more Harden... Well, so, more so, so fire James, <laughs> And so James Harden will finally get his wish Wait, and go to Houston. So does this mean my trade Joel tick of three months ago stands? Uh, I, honestly, you're starting to I mean, make more and more sense the more I watch mm, this. Team. My thing with Joel, and I, I said this to Shams the other day, my thing with Joel is he knows that we also waited like three fucking years for him to play. He knows that and he also likes being here. He does, despite what a lot of people think. I think he likes winning a little bit more than all those things. I, I'm not sure does about he, that. <laughs> does he? Taylor? He doesn't. <laughs> Have you seen the know. man mope? <laughs> yeah, because he's pissed about everything around him. Have you seen the man win anything? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> no, nobody has. My thing with the my thing with the team. Oh, go ahead, Pat. Sorry. But yeah, no. So I think. 
I wouldn't be mad if he requested a trade because I would totally understand it. But I don't think he, I genuinely don't think he will. Um, just I I just don't think he will like straight up. So uh, and that's just like a gut intuition. You can call me an idiot for having a gut intuition about it, but like that's just what I think. You don't think he wants to go play with the. Uh I uh, no. I no. I agree with you, Pat. That he won't. I agree that he won't ask for a trade. But like, my only thing is like, I listen. I'm in the phase with the Sixers that I was with the Phillies for a long time, where I'm kind of like, prove it to me. Otherwise, right now, I watch. I love the team. I appreciate Joel Embiid's greatness, but I still expect that like a second round exit. And I can't get it out of my head that even if Joel doesn't ask for a trade, which obviously I hope he doesn't, but like, what do we do if this team is another is a second round exit again? Like, how many times can we kind of keep doing the same thing? I, again, I'm not saying trade Joel, but, like, it just becomes very bleak if well, they don't a couple at least make the conference that finals again, this year. And that's Doc Rivers is gone and James Harden's gone. That, those two are locks. Yep. James Harden might be gone anyway. Well, yeah, there's a lot of smoke. Um, there's a lot of smoke around the James Harden of the Rockets thing. And I, guess I don't what? know if I could care less. I'm at the point with James Harden where I could care less. He's having a nice season. If he wants to go lose in Houston, that's fine with me. I know he's buddy-buddy with the owner and the owner's family and all that over there. That's fine. Go have fun in Houston. My 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 big takeaways from the team is, and I, I think that the Heat game is a good microcosm of my problems with this team. I, I constantly get told by people that we interact with on a day-to-day basis that Pretty much, people drop excuses for the Sixers at every turn, and it's, oh, you're overreacting. Oh, it's one game. I think the Heat game was the biggest microcosm example of why I have problems with the team. So they lose to the Celtics on Saturday, uh, where Jason Tatum plays like dog shit, which is a problem in and of itself. De'Anthony Melton gets dropped on his fucking ass by Jason Tatum, basically, at the end of the game. And I I thought Doc Rivers was terrible in that game, and any good coach coaches circles around Doc. And then they come out in the Heat game, right? So the immediate game after a big loss to a rival, uh, they come out and they're flat. They completely are flat. They don't look like they care. They don't look like they want to be there. They play sloppy. They have 20 fucking turnovers. And and a lot of people will say, oh, well, you know, they played a game (laughs) – People will say they played a game that bad and only lost by two points. The Heat aren't good, and I don't care how many points they lost no, by. The if Tyrese Maxey didn't, if Tyrese Maxey didn't pull them out of the fire at the end of that game, they would have got blown out. That was that was my like, only really they, positive. My, that night. His defense is horrible, though. Oh yeah, I mean, right. you're not, you're, my, you, that's why you're taken out of the starting line. No, nah, no, nah, I'm just saying it's 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 really. Before, I didn't realize how bad it was. Well, that's the main reason. Before I let you guys, I'll let you guys run with it. I'll let you guys run with it here, but, like, they just constantly look like they don't care. They constantly come out flat. And, like, what happens in the playoffs is they lose a big game. Oh, they're going to come out and put up a spot where they just don't even want to be there? Like, they're just going to You around. should answer games like that Celtics game coming out motivated with a little bit of fire lit up under you and blow this heat – blow them out of the fucking water. It, and they have – they have It blows my mind. And then you have, like – you have like they have no fight in them. They really don't, and that even goes for Joel. He's the best fucking rebound. It's honestly, it pisses me off. And I know people were very, uh, were very like, not quick. I don't know, they're slow to criticize Joel. Like we're we don't want to do that, but like he doesn't rebound. He doesn't look like he wants to do it. Well, Doc Rivers was interviewed right before the uh, the Celtics game, and he was asked what he likes least about his current team, which is a tough question to ask a head coach. Yeah, should be an easy <laughs> answer though. <laughs> And you know what he said? He said they do not communicate with each other at all on the floor. Oh. They do not communicate each other at all. 
Like, like, are you kidding me, dude? Like, isn't that like the main thing in basketball? Like, you have this, to communicate with each other. In, in my opinion, though, this all comes back to when George Niang was on JJ Reddick's podcast last year, and he said Doc doesn't make them practice. It's a crazy fucking thing, dude. It, the, it, it shows the team is undisciplined. I think he's just showing solidarity with one of the franchise's all-time greats in uh, <laughs> Allen Iverson. Uh, that's, and, and I think speaking. That's, that's speaking of George, speaking of George too. Niang, speaking of George Niang, besides Maxi, because he's coming off the bench at the moment, even though I think he shouldn't. When's the last time uh, Niang George, made a three? George Niang is our most valuable bench piece, correct? Well, yeah, guess what? Big. When it comes when it comes to he's good teams in the playoffs, he's unplayable. He stinks. You can't, he's he horrible. stinks. He he's totally exposed. He's he is, unplayable he is in the playoffs. Feast or famine, and lately it's been famine. Yeah. Him, him he's unplayable Harris, in the playoffs. So like player, your bench just sucks, and like. Obviously, you, you didn't know what was going to happen with Nerlens Noel and everything, but like the fact that they jumped the gun on Dwayne Dedman instead of just like waiting so, it out with no to get Noel, like it's so wait, dumb. Who, by the way, still hasn't made his premiere because he has left hip soreness. Yeah, yeah, really good job by the genius GM uh, Daryl Morey, who Dude, loves the I, buyout market. I can already close my team. eyes. I can close my eyes and see Dwayne Dedman being like a minus 30 in the playoffs when Joel is like destroyed because he's like more like obviously Dwayne every year but... man walking <laughs> no, <laughs> that was bad Taylor's yeah come on I'm just saying the team so, just pisses me off yeah they, they piss everyone off and I'm finally off of the whole like I expect them to go to the finals thing that's absolutely laughable at this point Wait, so when, I, when was this official? Uh, the last three games, probably. Wow. Just analyzing. No, not the Grizzlies game. The Grizzlies game was fucking lit. Oh, I'm lit. sure, yeah. yeah the Grizzlies, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, that was. I the mean, Grizzlies it, game was fucking you, lit. You know why? Because they felt like playing basketball today. Like, dude, like, that's what pisses me off. Like, they could do that to the Heat. Like, the Grizzlies are fucking good. So, the other thing, too, and I'm not making excuses, but I do like to say with the Heat, Bam is one of the only centers that actually plays Joel Embiid very well because right. he's more he's, athletic. He, yeah, he's mobile. Yeah, yeah but and, it, it's not uh, even the, the level the, of... The, the, heat, the Heat always wake up The Heat always wake up but, against the Sixers because they have that Jimmy and well, Sixers rivalry. Jimmy, yeah. I'm, so, I mean, I'm that's not, always going to happen. I'm saying but more so the Sixers the just looked like horrible. they didn't want to be there. If they lost in like a... A really like they were both just going at it. Like let's be honest, the game ended by with a two point margin, but that felt like the Sixers got beat by double digits because realistically they should have if Tyrese Maxey didn't come alive at the end of the game. It's it's not even more. It's not about like oh will the Heat just get up for us and Dwayne. Uh, so I was about to say Dwayne Demon. Bam Adebayo <laughs> plays Joel well because like yeah he does, but like they also just looked like they didn't feel like playing that day, I and agree. they do that way too often. No, I agree with you, Vince. Which is why we should shorten the season. Hey, hey Vince, I, well, do you want do you want to co-sign a different team to root for for the rest of the season? <laughs> I already have. One. No, I'm gonna still listen. I'll I'll live and die with the Sixers, but oh, like, come on, I have a I just team. expect it. I expect no. pain. You want to take a guess? The Pelicans. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, that's a, I, I, I do like the Pelicans. I like I, them, I, I but like they them. fucking suck they right suck. now. Yeah. Oh, they're horrible. They think... just lost like what? They're like three. They just they're three and seven in their last ten. Well, they, like and that? they can't play on the road. I mean, yeah. they, they can't no, win they on can't the play road. For shit on the road. And it's if I had bad. to pick a if I'll, I'll pick a Western Conference team, I'll roll with the Kings. They're fun. Oh yeah, Kings. I want them. Fun. I want them to break their uh, playoff drought so bad. I, I can't believe they're third still. I was <laughs> I was rooting for the Lakers until LeBron got hurt. Um, because I, I, because mean, I, I like the, not rooting for them, but I, <laughs> I hate the Lakers and I hate LeBron. So. I do like the post trade deadline Lakers. I oh, like, they made phenomenal moves. I, I, I love Jared Vanderbilt. So I I mean, think they made moves so good it almost seemed like it was like some some back back uh, back scene like script writing shit. Like how did they how did they make those moves? Well, LeBron, you know. 
Le, Le oh, GM. Yeah. Le GM. No, they just stopped letting him um, be the GM. Yeah, because he is, he is a horrible <laughs> can, GM. He just we can transition because I, I wanted to go on like an old – I feel like I'm becoming like a boomer like Seamus with this take I'm about to get out. Oh, but um, thanks. I wanted to – one of you guys said load management, so I just wanted to go on a oh, quick – like I'll, I'll, I'll say management. something and then I'll let you guys respond. But the whole like – Charles Barkley had a quote the other day saying like, Terrible. you know, these guys, they take all these games off and people work wake up every day to fucking go to the steel mill and work and they show up for work every day. And like <laughs> I'm at the po- Jesus Christ. I can I can what read you the exact in? quote. Hold on. No, I'm I mean, just if, getting. If we're talking about though. Chuck, he probably still thinks he's on the Suns in like the '90s. So now <laughs> listen, Joy and B takes too many be threes. Be careful. Be careful. What do you mean he takes too many threes? Charles Barkley's you know quote was. Be careful. Here we go. Seamus, Charles Barkley's exact quote was, wait a minute, you're going to make $70 million and can't play basketball for three or four days a week. They fly private. They have the best medical staff ever put together. People working the steel mill every day. I'm pretty sure they're tired too, but they still go to work every day. I like I am gonna sound like old man yelling at cloud, but I'm 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 at this point on the same page. The NBA regular season product sucks at this point. And if you're one of those people that that like, and I'm about to criticize, I'm about to kind of contradict myself because like I said, baseball is a little bit boring. But if you're like obsessed with the NBA regular season, I don't know how how you can like shit on the MLB. The NBA regular season is a bad product. Look at the the All Star game. Guys don't care. They don't play. No. no one wants to do anything. And then half the games, you can't even buy tickets because you don't know which fucking games your star players are or aren't going to play because that day they just didn't feel like it or they're or they're Wait, hold on. Is is this a Kawhi Leonard criticism? Like, what? Where does this come from? I, I, no, I, honestly, it was Chuck brought this up. Like the past two weeks, it's been kind of a big topic in like yeah. the media. I, uh, yeah. Like, also, it stems a little bit from the. It's it stems from the All Star game too. Like that's how my yeah. take kind of started. Like the guy, they just don't. They look like they don't care about putting on like even a little bit of a show. Like I remember the first year the new rules were implemented into the All Star game. It well, was electric. That, yeah, they were the NBA they were playing real defense down the yeah. stretch. I say short in the season. Like, yep. I, I also think short in the season because, dude, or at the, like, I don't know, dude. I truly don't get why these issue, guys are if, just if, if these players play. aren't healthy enough to play the the amount of games they are. On the schedule. They are healthy enough the to play. They just don't want to. No, I'm just saying, like, they Adam don't Silver, put your money where your mouth is short in the season. That's it. That's literally it. 100% agree. I mean, I, I was going to say for a Kawhi point, like, if this injury happened, like, God, maybe three or five years prior, like, he's probably not playing anymore. Yeah. Like, he's, that's he's this isn't necessarily. That's not an injury. This isn't directed. This isn't directed at Kawhi at all. I mean, he's actually suffered, like, torn ACLs and shit. I'm because, just talking um, about the general, like. Listener. I'm talking about the general load management shit or like just where guys sit out like every couple games or, you know, they come up with this fake injury to put on the report and you could absolutely tell because the next game they're playing perfectly fine. It's just, it's becoming a very weak product and like, it's not fun to watch because I don't like I go to a game. You never you never know who's going to play and who's not going to play. Obviously, you can look in advance and hopefully they will announce that. But like, for example, the first game I went to last year well, uh, for the Sixers, uh, I didn't find out until like that day that Joel Embiid wasn't playing. And it was clearly just a fake He's drummed up hurt. injury for load management because he played the next game. So like shit like that, it's like people and listen, I'm not I know that this is like the old man take, but people spend their hard earned money to go see these games. And you don't even have any guarantees that your star players will play even if they're healthy. And no, it's kind of stupid. And, and that's, like, a, that's a major could, problem. Kobe Bryant had a quote have, back by the way, because we have every everyone's a star on the Phillies. See, that's a, <laughs> Kobe Bryant had a thing. quote uh, like back in the day where he said, you know, 
was it Michael Jordan? Actually, I think it might have been Michael Jordan, where he said like every single game he gave it his all because someone might be in the crowd watching him for the first time. Like no one thinks like that anymore. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, they don't make Michael Jordans. It just doesn't make any sense how back then they played, you had guys that played 82 games every single season, and now we're talking about, like, playing 60 games is, like, high. Yeah, I know. Just There's no no incentive to play the games, so unless you make one, I don't think anything's going to change. I I agree. I think that problem solver number one is short in the season. would Would you be on board with that, Taylor, as a basketball purist? I mean, I'm not, I think this length of the season is fine. It's just... I mean, there a lot of these guys are playing because of these like miraculous medical advancements. Like a lot of the, a lot of injuries, you know, guys don't play anymore. So I think it's just, I don't. However, you balance like these crazy injuries, I can actually come back from. But wouldn't you think that like with the advance, uh, the advancement of like modern medicine, that the I mean, injuries would be less frequent? No, they're no. going to become more frequent because Why? they can find things more easily. Well, all right. Well, so I mean, if then you they go shouldn't in, be, they shouldn't be hurting as much. I mean, I'm not going to speak on biology of these. Well, athletes. I will. I'm a big biology guy. <laughs> it, was my, it was my best oh, subject. The, the players, biology. the players are also the players are setting themselves up for disaster at the next CBA between the load management and the whole like, oh, I'm just opting out of this contract and leaving. Like, I just don't want to. I'm just not going to play because I don't want to. I hope for like, the Sixers' sake they go on strike the, for a couple years. The owners are going so to have and listen. I'm not rooting for this, but the owners are going to have a fucking field day with the next CBA. Yeah, and I hope they go on strike because that would the uh, owners of the players, uh, both of them. I don't give a fuck as long as there's a work stoppage in the NBA to give my mental health a little break. I'll be, I'll be honestly. Well, you don't if, want year honestly, round clinical the depression. No, not a big fan. If the Sixers are a first or second round exit, I hope that they go on strike forever, and I hope the NBA never comes back. I think they should move the team to Camden. I've been saying this. So. No. Yeah, move it to Camden. No. Don't care. Stop representing my city. You don't no. represent me. <laughs> Joel Embiid does not represent me. You know, fix the regular right, season. Real quick. Add a playoff bye. Ooh, I like that. Add a playoff bye. Real, I like a playoff bye. That's not I bad. Like that. um, because I feel like the Sixers would fight if they ever wait, got if back, you, they If you <laughs> really want to fix the regular season. And basketball. Regulation. Or not regulation. Uh, how the Relegation. Stop, yeah, relegation. Yeah. Oh, I like relegation. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Send them down to the G League. <laughs> That's just Nikola Jokic has been demoted sports. to the G Getting League. Getting posted by Mac McClung. <laughs> Dude, that'd be sick. My, my that's team, what's, by the way. On, I'm not even lying. That's what's missing from American sports. For oh, sure. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, the A's should not be a MLB team no. anymore. Yeah, just no. Like, like even, the worst, even the worst team in, like, just the like Premier the League has, like, a... Market teams, sure. Even a, the worst team in the Premier League still has an incentive to win at the end of the year knowing they won't make the playoffs because they don't want to get relegated and lose yeah. billions. So the Oakland Athletics are gone, right, in this idea. Oh, yeah. Oakland Athletics are gone. Pittsburgh Pirates are absolutely gone. Oh, 100%. The Sacramento Kings Blue probably Jays. would have been gone uh, a while no, ago. No, Toronto's good now. No, yeah, Toronto's uh, good. Now they bring up the Akron Rubber Ducks, and you're good. Yeah, I like the Rubber Ducks. <laughs> Yo, that rules. What about, uh, what about Johnny Damon? He just signed with the, oh, with uh, the, the Savannah Wait, bananas? Johnny Damon's still out here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Savannah Bananas. The Savannah, yeah. the Savannah Bananas. The bananas are fucking awesome. I always <laughs> saw his first at bat. He grounded out sharp with his shortstop. But, uh, you know. It's banana ball. Johnny Damon's, uh, he's still playing. Raul, Raul we, we came up with the oh, idea. Bring back, bring, bring back Raul. The ghost of Ruben Amaro Sr. is, um, <laughs> is he still alive? He died, right? Oh, jeez. Jake? Yeah, he's dead. We, so the ghost we of Ruben Amaro Sr. We came up with the idea. The Savannah Bananas. It's actually just Ruben Amaro Jr. with some makeup on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, with a fake mustache. We came up I mean, with the idea in our group chat the, for, uh, for a football. 
football relegation. We came up with the idea in our group chat for a football relegation where you get the, the champion of the USFL and the champion of the XFL, and they play <laughs> each other for a chance to play the worst team in the NFL. And the loser has to go to whatever league, you know, like if, if the USFL team won and they lost against the NFL team, they'd have to go back to the USFL. And if they won, they'd have to swap with whatever the worst team in the NFL is. Yeah, I, I, that's too many. That's, that's how you do it. Too many that would never happen, yeah. but it would be I'm fucking just, hysterical. It's a joke. Yeah. The Houston Texans, Texans just got a complete overhaul. Over the Houston, <laughs> or, or the Colts. Houston Roughnecks. <laughs> or the Colts. Vince, the Vince, Battle Hawks. Vince, the, the Battle Hawks, Battle baby. Hawks. Yeah, go Hawks. We're well, doing games. Before we get out of here, um, do you, do you want to talk uh, touch upon the Eagles XFL new oh. uh, coordinator hirings? And do you like them? Well, real quick, I, f- I figured before we get to that, real, real quick, because this is shorter, CJGJ's tweet about Jonathan Gannon, uh, everyone was going that. crazy like about it. it. I like it. I fucking love that guy. He's uh, just saying what I've been saying really all fucking fe- year. <laughs> yeah, he's gone, but I really don't feel <laughs> a way... I really don't feel a way about it either way because I, on one hand, I agree with I agree with uh, CJ, but on the other hand, Gannon was like blaming himself in that interview, so I don't really know why CJ felt he wasn't really blaming to, like himself. shit on him. Like he was doing the old Andy Reid, I take full responsibility bullshit. And also, do you think CJ right, so like, the video? No, because if he did, he would have <laughs> saw that. Yeah. By the way, he should have never deleted. If he tweet. watched it. If you're going to tweet it, stick with it. Well, I mean, Seamus, he probably AJ realized. Brown right AJ Brown deletes every Dude, fucking he, tweet. AJ Brown, real quick, <laughs> tweets the most insane shit. I love it. It's so awesome. <laughs> He the rules. moon landing. Oh, I mean, yeah. dude, this guy must get fried as fuck and just, <laughs> of course, just yeah. like Facetime Kyrie Irving and then just like come up with a hypothesis as to what he just said. But yeah, it's a he probably deleted sure. the tweet because he watched the video and saw that Gannon wasn't <laughs> blaring the players and he blamed himself. Well, I'm waiting on the follow up tweet. Like, hey, just listen. watch the video and uh, you know. No, his follow up tweet was, "I'm going." You know. to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> was it really? Yeah. He just listen. So yeah, he was right, but he sh- probably shouldn't have done it. That's my take on it. No, nah, I mean I I don't feel I any it. type of way about it. I loved it. I kind of like it because fuck Jonathan Gannon. Yes, cost us a Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, uh, that and a ref. But yeah, I mean Jonathan Gannon's sure. always well, going to be remembered the in the city is costing us a Super Bowl. So fuck that guy. It's all right. the The Cardinals will go like one in fucking. <laughs> I think Shane Steichen's actually going to have a worse time with his fucking squad over there. I would be surprised. Oh. The Colts fucking suck. Yeah, they're staying, and and by the way, how much of that offense was Shane Steichen. Uh, it's I, I could say the same thing about about Jonathan Gannon. It's like the successes of the Eagles' defense this past season. How much of that was Jonathan Gannon, and how much of that was were the players? What have I been I, saying? I, what, I, what was I saying all year? But I also do the opposite, or do the flip side of it, with uh, offense. I go, do they have an elite offense, which they do, mm-hmm. or is Shane Steichen elite and deserving of a uh, head coaching job? I don't buy the Shane Steichen hype either. No. I don't think either of those guys are going to succeed as head coaches, to be honest with you. And it's not like I'm I, hoping. I am excited happen. for I am excited for our new coordinators, though. We got Brian yeah. Johnson coming in, the former quarterback coach who has a very now, close relationship. The size is interesting Hurts. because he also does not blitz, um, and that's going to be an interesting thing in this city. Can, uh, but, I, I do have one. This is not a defense of Gannon, but people do constantly say, you know, we never blitz. I'm pretty sure the Eagles ranked 16th in the league in blitzing, so that puts them right They didn't in the blitz middle. enough, though. So they 18th. didn't blitz a lot, and they didn't blitz not a lot. Like, they kind of just blitzed. But still, 18th is towards the bottom of the league. Average. It, it's towards the bottom. 16th mid, mid is bottom. the middle. But 18th. 16th is the middle. 18 is Oh, are they 18th? Lower. Okay, sorry. 18 That's is still actually a lower, uh, higher the number middle, than 16. So like, that means it's a lower no, number in rankings. 
I don't know, but man. I just feel like if we blitzed all the time and the defense got cooked in the air, like everyone would be like, why the fuck are you but blitzing that's the so thing. I don't, I don't think is, that the defense would have necessarily gotten cooked in the air because well, then this you're year not playing will. zone. This year they will. Uh, probably unless this year. They, yeah. Unless a miracle happens. Yeah. And uh, well, Howie I mean, Rosen we'll see, I, his magic wand. Listen, the, the, would you the trade dice? the 10th overall pick for Jalen Ramsey? Maybe. I am excited for Desai, though. I think I'm excited for our new defensive coordinator. I the the Saints, uh, sorry, the Saints, the Seahawks had a very good defense. He was obviously the an, an assistant, like head coach and defensive assistant, whatever it was exactly. But he Javon played Hargrave some hand in that player. defense, and they were a good defense. All right, to wrap things up, Javon Har- Hargrave, you are a uh, Seattle Seahawk, unfortunately. Uh, um, CJGJ, wait, to wrap things to to wrap things up. Uh, Congratulations to Carson Wentz on being released from the Commanders. And congratulations yeah, to Carson Wentz for being the XFL's newest face. Yeah. Now that guy's going to go to Virginia or wherever the fuck he's from, Dakota, and uh, shoot a bunch of... <laughs> no, he of, lives in Indy now. No, oh, whatever. He's going to move back to the Dakota, and he's he's going to shoot a bunch of crickets said, and enjoy his life. I said going into this year, this would be his last year as an NFL starter. Uh, maybe it'll be his last year as an NFL player. No, nah, he's done. That'd uh, be fucking awesome. His, his ego will not allow him to accept the fact that he's looked upon as a second option at the quarterback position. He's that being not, said, he would be it. he would be a great backup for a, a couple different quarterback types in this league. So I wouldn't be surprised. Well, if I mean, Gardner Minshew yeah, has a job. So bring sure. yeah, <laughs> bring Carson Wentz in as a backup on the Fuck Eagles. No. Um, Fuck no. <laughs> now there's rumors of Mariota though. There are rumors of Marcus Mariota. What? I don't care. Honestly, I don't care who who the Eagles' backup is. I mean, you probably I, should. Mariota would be nicer strictly J- Jaylen, because Jalen's game does not allow him to get injured. Oh. All right, so it's just, <laughs> he's missed four games in three. He got hurt he's this trolling. year. He's trolling. Um, he's fine. So no, I mean Mariota would be kind of cool just because he is also a running quarterback. It's like obviously Minshew is not a running quarterback. I don't know why he was your backup. I I know why, but like. Maybe you should have looked in some better options in that regard. Um, I'm going to go Case Keenum as uh, <laughs> as my favorite backup. Ever? Yeah. Hands down? Yes. Not Jeff Garcia? No. Nick Foles? Nope. Damn, bro. I did like Jeff Garcia. Kevin Cobb? Kevin Cobb? Didn't like him at all. Uh, wow. Because I didn't like the way he spelled Cobb. K-O-L-B. It's weird. Vic? Uh, yeah, Vic was a backup at one point. Yeah, but I remember him more as a starter. So. Uh, but he started as a backup here. I, I, I just don't know. No, I don't get. I can't put him in the same. Category. You don't know. I, it, it's fact, but it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Putting Michael Vick in the same category as Case Keenum is smart. That's a that's a really good uh good look. There. He was a backup. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Denying truth is good. Yeah. And I have my back turned to Taylor. <laughs> All right. Well, that was from the nosebleeds. Yeah. And and good game, as Hunter Pence used to say. Let's go eat. All right. Good game. Let's go eat. He did used to say that. I am parched. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Yeah, back after this from your local. Fox. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, Vince. Hope you find your dad.